And this morning's reflection is about wise effort, or what's classically called right effort. And what I and many other teachers like to call balanced effort. What qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? And what qualities of mind and heart set us free? The word for energy in Pali is virya. And it's so intimately connected to the effort that's involved with our practice. Virya is the mental effort, the energy that's present in every single moment of mental activity and in relationship to our practice. The mental energy that's present in every single moment of a focused attention, concentration, mindful awareness, and investigation. As many of us have tasted at times, and as I mentioned very briefly, uh, either last evening or the evening before, there's a kind of courageous and balanced effort that we're called upon to make in our practice. A very important component of wise effort or balanced effort is relaxation. Relaxation, a really true relaxation, has nothing to do with lethargy and nothing to do with laziness. It's an alert ease of body and mind. Wise effort manifests with a bright, relaxed effort. Making an effort in your practice with these particular qualities of mind and body in the forefront. The about-to-be Buddha's tremendous determination and energy and the flow of his effortless effort that night under the bow tree meant that there was just enough effort being made in just the right way. Just enough energy being expended in just the right way. And although each one of us knows that energy and effort are essential factors for our practice, it's shown to us directly and clearly in a very intimate way, especially during times of intensive practice. And what's shown is that it's a great dedication, enthusiasm, and a balanced exertion and wholehearted endeavor is what's needed to really, truly engage in this process of awakening. If anybody ever told us that there was just one, that one just kind of floats along through it and reaches the other shore without expending much energy, without expending much effort, that it's all really quite easy, we can be sure that they weren't speaking from experience or that for some odd reason they were lying to us. So an important and crucial aspect of our practice is learning how to make a wholehearted effort in the right way.
it's like tuning a guitar. As practice develops and blossoms and matures, we learn to recognize more and more clearly the quality of the effort that we're putting into our practice. Are we trying too hard? Are we over-efforting? Tightening and tensing with the effort that we're giving to our practice? Or are we just too laid back, kind of lethargic, maybe misunderstanding, in fact, what a relaxed energy, attitude, and effort means in relationship to our practice? Consequently, experiencing a sinking body, mind, and heart all too often in our practice. We need to regularly tune up. Tune up the quality and the attitudinal approach of the effort that we practice with. Just like a musician, even the most accomplished musician has to tune their instrument regularly. That's what we need to do. We need to tune up. And like a guitar player, if the strings are too tight, what happens? They break. If they're too loose, they have no tone and the music can't be played. As our ear, so to say, is honed, we're able to more and more easily notice when there's even quite a subtle imbalance of effort attitudinally and or energetically happening in our practice. And so we tune up subtly in order to play the beautiful music of our practice. And, very important to note that this goes on all through the years of our practice. Dhamma teacher, colleague, and friend Gina Sharp says this about wise effort. By this effort, we do not seek to improve ourselves. Rather, we open our mind to understanding the qualities of heart that keep us bound in suffering and those that set us free. This is a radical shift that requires a profound kindness and compassion. So we could say that we pay attention to understand, not to judge, not to evaluate. If we hold the view that a Dhamma practice is about improving ourselves, we'll then be making an effort by judging whether or not we're making progress, whether or not we're getting better. Wise effort in our practice is towards learning how suffering and how happiness happen. In order to make this shift, many of us need to work or practice towards the ability to accept ourselves just as we are. Accept the body, mind, and heart just as it is in any given moment is not an attitude of dropping into complacency. Working with ourselves in this way is not actually about improving the self, 
but rather it's about preparing the self to actually be able to make the shift away from getting better towards getting more free. And actually, just in learning to accept the self, we're starting to become free of the so-called self. This shift is a crucial aspect of our practice. A question you might ask yourself now and then that I think can be quite helpful is, am I trying to get better in this moment or am I practicing to understand? What qualities of heart and mind keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of heart and mind set us free. 